my name is Lashay Smith, and welcome to your favorite podcast, Talk 59. On this week's episode, I have two of our editors and our editor-in-chief to discuss breaking news here at Cabrini, what voting means to us in our first time voting, and some stories that they have been working on or are currently working on. Normally, you would hear just my voice for our podcast, but today you will meet two of our editors and you might hear another familiar voice. So if you guys could introduce yourselves, start off by saying your name, your position on the local staff, and if you like ice cream or candy. Hi guys, it's Tori again. I'm the editor-in-chief for The Loquitor. I'm really happy to be here. We have a lot of fun things to discuss this time around. Um, And I like ice cream better than candy. My favorite is strawberry. Hi, my name is Victoria Giordano. I'm one of the three news editors for The Loquitor. I prefer ice cream over candy, and my favorite is mint chocolate chip. How's it going, guys? I'm one of your news editors, uh, Jake Rader. Uh, excited to be here. I haven't done one of these podcasts in a while, so I'm really excited to hop on Talk 59. Uh, ice cream or candy? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess ice cream. Last Friday afternoon, on October 28th, Cabrini University's interim president, Helen Drainen, announced to students and faculty through separate emails that the Board of Trustees approved a three-year comprehensive plan to reduce debt and increase strategic revenues, reduction from 18 department chairs to eight, and axing of senior administration positions. So, Tori, could you give a more in-depth explanation of the breaking news happening here on Cabrini's campus? A lot of things are up in the air right now. It's a pretty uncertain time, especially for students. We've not really been told a lot of information, which is where we come in at the Lokwater. We're really trying to uh, report and investigate into what the students on campus really want to know, because we don't know a lot. We put out an article about the breaking news over the weekend, and it's very minimal. Um, So far, we know that we're eliminating a lot of top administration positions. This school will no longer have a provost. That position is gone. Um, A lot of chairs of departments are being cut. We're going to be run by, I believe it's a, a dean with some associate deans underneath. So a lot of things are happening. It is a scary time for a lot of students on campus. Nobody really knows what's happening, and we all have a lot of questions that the Lokwater is hoping to answer within the coming days as this is a developing story. Yeah, um, as a senior here at Cabrini, I am definitely confused. I want to know more, but I know that everyone doesn't have all the answers right now, so we're just basically sitting and waiting to hear what's next. I read the Philly Inquirer article, and... Cabrini turned a profit in 2010, and then it went down in 2011. That is a trend happening in higher ed right now. We're seeing with a lot of universities. Uh, St. Joe's just bought the University of the Sciences in the city, and there's a lot of other universities that are facing the same difficulties that Cabrini are with low enrollment and financial struggles, but we're just trying to figure out what is so different between right now, where we were a few years ago when Cabrini was doing okay, Um, And we were able to add all of these new extra programs. Um, But recently, we've we've seen a cut in programs on campus, like black study programs, language programs. um, A lot of cultural programs are being cut. So where is the difference between where we were a few years ago and right now? And that's what we're trying to find out. Yeah, I I mean, I took Italian last semester. There's no more Italian, you know. 
Really? Yeah, it's it's only Spanish, right? It's the Spanish department, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like, like and a lot of black study program. I think the major thing is just how is this going to affect students? What can the students expect? Because there hasn't really been a lot of information given to us other than what the locator has really covered so far. Like I said, this is a developing story. So if you have questions, concerns, or if you have a tip, definitely, definitely reach out to us on our have a tip part of our website. We would love to hear from you because we want to be reporting on what you guys want to hear. We serve our Cabrini community, and that's what we're trying to do in all of this breaking news is just getting the information that's going to benefit everybody. I I think what a lot of people need to realize is that this isn't just a Cabrini thing. It's a nationwide thing. Mm -hmm. One of my stories that I had to do was why the number of students living on campus was decreasing like a week or two back. And everybody said that it was because of COVID. COVID has highly impacted higher education and because everybody is still like freaked out and they don't want to be in social settings, they're still uncomfortable. So, you know, like this is a nationwide thing. And this is also happening to large institutions like Penn State or Temple. And I mean, I, a lot of people just need to realize that this this is like a nationwide thing due to the impacts of COVID. Well, I think Vic makes a really good point about it being just not just Cabrini that this is happening to. Yeah, it is a... a bigger trend in higher ed and I also really like the point that you made like Cabrini is about community and the community on Cabrini's campus is unlike other schools and that actually brings us into our editorial for this week there is more to come from the loquitur in the coming days as this breaking news develops about the restructuring of Cabrini and follow us on our Instagram and make sure you're looking at our page daily to see uh, breaking news articles and updates for this story We chose to focus on community and being a part of something bigger than yourself uh, as it relates to the Loquitur because we, uh, on the editorial staff here, as well as our reporters, are really trying to build a community and serve our Cabrini community with the reporting that we do. And the articles that we create are ones that matter to the people in this community, and that is just the most important thing to us. Yesterday was an interesting day, mm-hmm. I would say, with our process for that article. So when we first got together and kind of like talked about what we want to do for the editorial board, our initial decision was to not endorse a candidate. And I felt like the majority opinion or the consensus opinion in the room was just kind of like, it's such a politically charged time. Like, I remember we were talking about it, you were like, like <laughs> you were like, yeah. stay away from that. Shay Listen. was like, let's stay away from that. But um we kind of narrowed it down to, okay, like, let's talk about the issues that are important to us and the, and are important to the rest of the Cabrini student body because, you know, whether it's inflation, you know, women's health or reproductive health or, you know, vo- voting rights like or, and education too. There's a lot of issues right now that are at the forefront of society. Uh, we just kind of laid out. I felt like we just kind of laid out what issues are important when you step into that voting box and – why it's important to come together during this time. It's just important to come together. And Cabrini is a great example of community. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we were talking about it yesterday, Tori, when we were in there writing it. We're like, where else are you going to see like professors just buzzing in and out, just like the check on like, where are you doing? Like, 
there's not many places like this. And Cabrini Com is just a great example of a community. Right. Know? And especially after the news that broke this weekend about the uncertain times that Cabrini is facing as a university, it's really important to reflect on community and being there for each other because everybody's really scared right now, you know, whether that is the election or that is what's happening on campus. It's just important to support each other and it's really important to be there for your neighbor, even if you don't know them. I think we as a society have really lost track of that, especially in the last few years with COVID. Um, it's pushed us more to really just think about ourselves when we really need to be thinking about the greater society and our neighbors. And as it says in our editorial, like the people that you see walking down the hall or the neighbor that you've never even met, every decision that you make is affecting those people. And it's just really important that we're coming together, especially in a time like this. Yeah, like one thing my like I, w- I had learned, especially being here at school, is, is that like you never know what someone is going through. You literally, you look at a person and then you find out something that happened to them and you're like, oh crap. So like you, you never know what a person is going through and especially if it's related to the issues that's going on regarding to the election, like it's important to them. I'm a person that's all for diversity. And so like Cabrini is uh, like Jake said, a great example of community because everybody here wants to make a difference. And so like, and with what Tori said too, COVID kind of like mess a lot of things up in regards to like having people focus on themselves so this is a time for us to like step out of that comfort zone and to be like thinking about others. Right, Vic. And that's a really great point of thinking about others because a lot of systemic issues are happening right now in our country. And there's a lot of things going on in our government that the choices that an individual person is making is making them not only for themselves, but for other people in more underprivileged areas or areas that are not represented in our government. And I think it's really important to consider people who are disproportionately affected by the issues going on right now, like reproductive health, voting suppression, public health care, public education. It's just really important to be thinking about others when you're making decisions in your everyday life. So, um, yeah, that's a very good point. And so cooperation is the foundational element of the human experience. I truly believe that because if you don't cooperate, you're not gonna go far. You need to work with other people across the other side of the aisle and your vote is gonna affect that. Your vote is gonna affect how people work together and how the people who are in positions of power make laws that will directly affect you and the next generation. Oh, and yeah. it's a social, it's like a social responsibility type thing and you know, kind of what Vic said, and you said as well, that COVID, essentially, we developed a sense of individualism. There was a sense of everybody against each other. Like, we're all fighting to survive. Like, I'm going to get that last bowl of cereal. I'm going to get that last box of cereal out of the grocery store because the supply chain's all messed up. It was everybody against each other. It was family against family. It was political views versus political views. And it was such a sense of individualism that... If we don't start cooperating sooner rather than later, you know, right. I think and that's we're in deep doo doo. <laughs> that's even why COVID got so out of hand is everybody refusing to wear a mask and the issues with the mask mandates and everything like that. 
but I think it, it goes even beyond voting. It's important to just have a sense of community because at the very root of the human experience, we were relying on each other to survive. And now, like, people don't even know their next door neighbor who they live right across the way from. And it, it's just a sad thing to think about when our sense of community is just broken. And I think that's something like the low quarter is really trying to provide here on community or Cabrini's campus is that sense of community for the students, for the faculty, for the members of the outside community. Yes. Like you guys definitely touched on everything that I wanted to say as well. But oh, sorry. sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's OK. It's OK. <laughs> but like for me, I completely understand. And I know a lot of other people understand as well. There has been a lot of division. Like there's always been this side versus this side or black versus white or other versus other. And there's never, and since COVID and everything and voting for new presidents and whomever, there's always been, but I'm this person, so I'm going to go against this person. But community is important no matter how, you know, who you are, who you love, it doesn't matter. Like community is important and you have to make sure that your neighbor is comfortable, your classmate is comfortable, your your family is comfortable because if they're not comfortable, then there's going to be like no sense of community. And like I said, you need community. If you can't rely on your neighbor, who can you rely on? If you would like to read the editorial by our editorial staff, go ahead and click the link in the description of the podcast or go to our Instagram where you can click the link tree in the bio and find our website. So this week, Thursday, November 3rd, is going to be our second print edition out uh, for the Cabrini Community Campus. And we are going to see a special edition for the election coming up on November 8th. A lot of the stories in there are going to focus around the election, candidates who are running, first-time voter guides, resources for voters, since a lot of people on campus here don't know how to vote. And there's also going to be some information for um, mail-in ballots and voting accessibility for um, people who are disabled and need an accessible option. We also have a lot of fun um, Phillies articles that you can look forward to and our editorial as well as some breaking news articles on the front page. So definitely take a look and make sure you check that out. So were you nervous your first time voting? And if you were nervous, how did you you know, calm yourself down when you got into the poll, and how did you go about that? I wasn't mostly nervous. I was just confident in who I was voting for and, like, that my choices were for the good of the people. Um, I, as <laughs> soon as I was 18, I registered to vote. I view voting as a way to actually make an impact because there's not much that people... Uh, in the United States can do to really influence things um, other than voting um, along with movements and things like that but I think voting is incredibly important not only for you but for a larger community and I was just really excited to vote I don't remember the first time I voted that was a, a long time ago for me but um, I vote every single time there's an election from a local election to the presidential election I think honestly the Smaller elections are the ones that really count most, and that's the one where you're going to feel the most changes uh, to yourself and your community. So I think it's really important to get out and just use your voice. It is really unfortunate because when you go to the polls to vote, it's kind of hard to you know see who's going to be on the ballot, especially in certain areas. There's not really any information, uh, unfortunately. So 
being able to do your research ahead of time is a luxury. And I think that the more prepared you are going into the polls, the better time you're going to have when you get there because voting can be confusing and it's made to be confusing. I think a lot of people don't realize that. They put a lot of things on there that not the average person might know. So especially with mail-in ballots, um, it's really important to read all instructions and to know what you're doing because they want you to be confused. (laughs) One of the things that I want to focus on with the voting experience is actually like just the civic duty aspect and like the feeling you have when you vote. I literally remember when I was five years old and before going to preschool, my mother took me into the voting booth with her. And then when I went into school, I had the little I voted sticker on my chest. I literally remember there were four classrooms and in every classroom, the teachers polled who their parents voted for with all the kids. So there was like a big tally of who our parents voted for (laughs) in the preschool. And um, yeah, and it's, it, that's just like, and like literally there was like a picture of John Kerry and a picture of George Bush and just tally marks from the four classes. And I actually remember thinking it was so cool because I like love sports, like I love competition. I was like, it's a competition. And like, I, and like I was like actively like rooting for who my parents voted for. And, but in terms of them, when I actually went to vote, there's just such a sense of that I did my civic duty and I serve my community and I'm doing what I can to better my community and it's just I can't explain the feeling it's just a good feeling it's a good feeling when you vote because you just feel like you did your part in a way that's kind of how I was too during the 2020 presidential election because it's like I did my duty not just for my family and myself but for other people too voting is hard and if you find yourself confused when it comes to the election definitely check out our site thelocator.com as well as our print edition because we have a lot of helpful articles in there for resources and a voter guide for you um, to help you not be confused come this election because it's really important to use your voice and get out and vote my name is Lachey Smith and this has been talk 59 I hope you guys enjoyed our episode today I was with Tori Emmett your editor-in-chief Jake Rader, your news editor. Victoria Giordano, also your news editor. For more information, visit the locator on Instagram and or click the link in the description to our website. This has been Talk 59. Until next time.